Are you ready for friends that you can say anything to? We got you. I'm Wendy, founder of Bloom Wellness. And I'm Sin, Liberation Life Coach, and you're listening to Truth Tuesday, Liberation Through Radical Honesty. Hello, everyone. We are so excited that you are back here again and are able to join us as we continue this conversation about being open to receive. We're talking about signs and synchronicities. Uh, sometimes you will notice if you're if you're in awareness and you're paying attention to things around you. Um, sometimes there there are breadcrumbs and they lead you places, and you may hear something. And for us, sometimes. When we're co-creating, I'll see something and then she'll see it separately. And then when we come together, it's like where we start to unravel things. And mm-hmm. so anyway, let's go back to the story. No, yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that because it's very, it's very telling of something bigger. But um, I, I, we were watching a video, a video where um, the person on the, um, in the recording was saying something like, oh, separately. Yeah, yeah, separately. We watched the same video separately. And then you're like, oh, yeah, did you watch this video? This is something about a bee. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like she pointed out, you know, oh, here's a pillow with a bee on it. If it means any anything to anyone. And I'm like, whatever. It doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't resonate. <laughs> no. And you know me. If it doesn't resonate, I let it go. Right. And so, um, and then was that the, when we, the retreat, the weekend of the retreat? Yeah, then we went yeah. on a hike. Yeah. So then you and I, it was the last time I came to visit you, we went on a hike and... I remember I kept hearing what I thought was a swarm of bees, but I'm like, I think I'm just imagining, or maybe it's the the um, the power lines, yeah. yeah, the power lines. And I'm like, nope, that sounds different. But I got curious, right? I was I was aware, and this is why I love meditation because it helps you be still and it helps you tune into nature and the sounds around you. And this is why it's so important. And so I didn't just let it go. I wasn't caught up with gossip with you. I wasn't like chismeando, no. I'm attuned to the universe because I'm open to receive. Mm-hmm. And so I got curious because I'm like, what is that sound? And I don't know. I think, I think you were talking and I'm like, but I'm like, it's coming from me. Yeah. And then when you said it, I'm like, oh, I'm not imagining. So there's something here. And that's when we're like, is that a swarm of bees? You're like, that's crazy because it was really loud, right. really extremely loud to the point where I was kind of panicking because mm-hmm. I, I had this like little fear of bees. And I was like, I, I got to run because if, I was looking for like a body of water, even though I don't know how to swim, but it was <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was preparing like an exit. Um, and so took that into the back of my mind mm-hmm. and then, uh, fast forward, point, fast forward three, four hours later, we're on the road. Right. And there's this truck. It's a bee removal truck. Yeah. And it's big. It's like in our faces. You, we cannot deny it. Um, we're just looking at each other. Like, did you see that? Like, Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't mean anything, whatever. And I then just... you asked about the video. <laughs> and that's when we sort of connected it. And that's when I told you that there was something going on. And um, there was there was so many more. Like, I remember we'd be like, ah, oh, whatever, like, go away, B. And then we'd see it like, oh, we ended up at that place eating lunch at the beehive. Right. Right. And when we got there, there was like a pillow with a bee that looked almost identical to the one from the video and we were just like this is insane like are we just looking for patterns that don't exist like what is happening right now maybe maybe Maybe. i don't know but we were curious right Right. and so and i'm riding that wave 
because it's exciting, it's new, it's unknown, and I don't know what's gonna happen, but I wanna follow this juicy adventure, like, and that's what the universe wants from you. It wants you to be excited, and it wants you to be, like, looking forward to the unknown, mm-hmm. right? And it wants you, it wants to enjoy, it wants you to enjoy the journey along the way. That's really what it's trying to, like, get you to feel and to experience. And so, um, at some point, there's still more B signs everywhere. Like we get to the house, yeah, and then we get to the retreat, mm-hmm. and um, there's this uh, tree in the back. Mm-hmm. And I remember I started setting up the hammocks, mm-hmm. and as I was taking out the first hammock, I noticed there was a few, a handful of bees, not too many, like circling the canopy. And I was a few feet away, but no me asusté. I wasn't scared. I was like, oh fine i'm not you know interrupting them i'm safe mm-hmm. um which was new for me because i usually i'm terrified of bees but i don't know if like with all the bees situation that had been happening i was just more like at ease mm-hmm. and so um i kept putting together the hammock and all of a sudden i feel this intense like sting on the side of my hand mm-hmm. on your palm on my palm and then I look and I see there's something lodged in my skin but I like in that second I still have no idea what's going on I just thought maybe like it was a splinter mm-hmm. it was big but that's mm-hmm. what I thought and then I turned my wrist around a little bit more and there I see a bee sort of like you know just done doing the deed and, uh-huh. and and that's when it hit me and as soon as I saw that I started a panic internally um, I don't get panic attacks anymore, but I know that in the past, this would have definitely led to a panic attack. But because I'm more like, you know, I've been really grounding myself and doing the work and healing. Um, it was mostly internal. So yeah. instead I was like, oh my God, oh my God, my heart was racing. And the reason why I panicked was because I've never been stung by a bee. Never in my life. I'm 38 years old. This is the first time. I don't know if I'm allergic. And we're in the desert. We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm starting to thinking the worst. And this is part of my mental health, like, spiraling, you know. But but thoughts. also, you know, we're, like, 45 minutes away from the first nearest hospital. Um, right. There's a lot of things going on. There's so much, right? right. And so I'm, I'm spiraling, and I'm like, this isn't safe. Nothing about this feels safe. But you don't say this to anyone. But I don't say away. it to anyone. This literally, like, my mind is going a thousand miles an hour. And... And then I look up and I see everyone like... Are you okay? Every, no, not yet. Everyone is just minding their own business. And I become so aware that this is an experience that only I am having. And that's when I'm like, it's okay, Cynthia. Like, you're going to be okay. But in doing that, I wasn't going to say anything to anyone. I was just going to like try to figure play it, it off. out. Yeah, play it off. Pretend like it didn't happen. Um, But then I just blurted out. I'm like... I got stung by a bee. And here we come. <laughs> and then I just see everybody's like, oh, what? Like, let's see what happened. But nobody panicked. No one no, no one was like, you know, oh, my God. Like, it was not dramatic. It was just like, oh, I that happens to me. That has happened to me before in the past. Like, oh, it's so annoying. And, oh, here's to take some ice. Did you pull out the stinger? Yeah, did you do? Yeah, did you pull up the stinger and... Like, put on an ice pack. I think yeah, you're the one that yeah. said that. Alcohol, yeah. Someone offered me Benadryl. And and in that moment, I was like, I just felt so held by all of you. And not just that, 
But what y'all did is you pulled me out of those spiraling thoughts. That experience that I was having alone, that felt like I was in it alone, suddenly I had a community and everyone had medicine for me in that moment. And again, I'm really aware of this in this moment. I'm, I'm connecting it to the work that we do. I'm right. connecting it to support systems and to the internal um, sort of worlds, the inner worlds that we have. And when we don't connect with others, like we can, you know, like sort of uh, get lost in, in some of that. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, um, and I remember I said, this is new for me, like knowing myself. And knowing what I need to feel secure, I'm like, I need to have some control in the situation. Can someone tell me what I can expect mm-hmm. since you've already gone through it? Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's going to feel numb or it's going to burn or it's going to swell. Mm-hmm. And so when I when it started to swell, I wasn't scared because someone had already said, oh, it's okay. I've been through it. It will look like this, but you're going to be okay. But if no one had said that, like my mind would have gone to a whole different place and it would have been like, this isn't normal. This isn't okay. Like, I'm not safe. Like, I'm going to die. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what panic does. Panic right. will convince you that you're not safe and that death is imminent. For anyone who's not familiar with, like, PTSD or trauma or panic attacks. Right. And many people are like, it's just the beast thing, Cynthia. Yeah, but this is why I'm saying this, right? Yeah. Um, so I take a Benadryl. I put the ice pack on. Within an hour, it's gone. Completely healed. I'm back to myself. Like, we're dancing. I remember the next thing we know, we're all dancing yes. in the living room. <laughs> and the whole situation gone. And it gave me so much perspective. The whole entire incident. And it had to do with surrender. It had to do with trust. And it had to do with being open. Because when it happened, I also thought about all the B signs. And I felt like it was just the universe way of telling me that it was going to happen. That it was going to happen and that I was going to be okay. And I just had to trust. Yeah. Well, on top of that, I, I want to talk about everyone that was providing you with feedback. The intention there was to be supportive and you trusted mm-hmm. that those intentions were pure. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Um, but even within that, because you need to be able to, to discern, right? Sometimes people offer you help and mm-hmm. the intention may be one thing, but then it's not, it's not rooted you know, from a place of, of love and maybe sometimes their own trauma is being projected onto you and they're trying to give you advice based yes, on that. You or know? not even that. Or like, what do we get you. when we're little and we get hurt? What happens? Oh, they pues tell por you. Pendeja. Right, right. <laughs> right? Eso like te pasa por yeah. mensa. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. That's what you get. The way to exactly. Adentro, this is what you exactly. get. Exactly. You oh, should have stayed yes. inside. If you saw the bees outside, why were you playing out there? Or if, yeah. why did you step outside? And so nobody did that. Everybody there right. was very much, it was coming from a place of like, we're okay. We're going to help you. Do you need anything? And mm-hmm. even the Benadryl stuff was like, t- only take half of it if you're not used to taking this stuff because it's going to do this. And so all this information, it's all information, but you were open to receiving it because you knew the intentions were pure. Right. And you still took that initiative to make the decisions that you needed to make for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately the biggest takeaway for me at the end of all this conversation, because you and I kind of, you know, we always break everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Cynthia and I kind of broke down the whole thing and how we got to where we were. And um, yeah, at the very, very end, the bee could not hurt Cynthia without hurting itself. 
Right. And that was huge. And and that was like a huge revelation for just humanity as a whole. Because when, again, and we'll talk about more about this and we'll keep on trying to drill it in until, you know, if one person gets mm-hmm. it, it'll be great. But anytime you hurt someone outside of yourself, you are hurting yourself. And there is no hurting a tree or an animal or anyone else outside of you without hurting yourself. Right. Yeah. No, so, yeah, that's right. I had forgotten about that. But that's exactly what happened because, again, new experience for me. When I saw the beat, the first thing that I did, my initial reaction was to slap it, slap it off of my hand. It was, it was not at all, you know, like my intention, but that's what I did in that moment. And almost seconds after that, I felt bad for the bee because I have that connection, you know, with animals. And then it hit me. I'm like, the bee's going to die soon. And I think that also helped me like, um sort of surrender to the moment even more yeah like understanding that um you know i don't know why this happened but what i do know is that the bee didn't know either there was no awareness there's there. no awareness there they, right. the bee didn't know that it was gonna die it had no idea yeah because would the bee have hurt you if it knew it was if gonna it die? knew exactly and i thought about breaking cycles and abuse because that's part of it and again i'm not justifying abusive behavior or the beasting. <laughs> or the beasting. But what I am saying, what I am saying is that when we don't have the awareness, we do things that hurt other people at whatever extent. And w- But when we do, you best believe that we don't do it. Or right. at least we are intentional about uh, doing better. Right. And we're more aware of it. And so, you know, and I think about all the people that I felt hurt by they didn't know what they were doing. And I think about the people that I've inadvertently hurt. I didn't really know what I was doing. Right. And now that I'm aware, like, I'm more mindful. So I don't inflict as much hurt onto others. Or at least not that I know of. Um, and that's because I have the awareness. I think we, we need to be mindful. And a lot of the times, like you're saying, I've inflicted pain on others because my ego comes in. And it's like, I want to retaliate. And I mean... That, that hasn't happened in a while, but I do remember feeling like I had to match energies. And for anybody that's listening out there, please trust that you don't have to match anybody's energy. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. If someone is giving you amazing energy and it's positive and it's great and it brings the vibe up, even then, like I had an experience yesterday that I was sharing with Cynthia and sometimes my very fiery energy can get other people riled up. So I... <laughs> I have to be careful and I have to be mindful that sometimes that people don't know how to receive my energy. So I have to kind of, you know, regulate myself. That self-regulation and rooting myself and grounding myself so that it doesn't impact other people because sometimes it's irresponsible when you're aware of what you bring to the table. And like you had said earlier, I'll come in here. Sometimes I'll go places and I literally set places on fire. Like people are just like, you know. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> But it's true, right? Like yeah. you like you said, I'll come in here and then it's like my energy is just crazy. It's just like, okay, I need to I need to sit down. I'm gonna go have some root veggies and I'm gonna mm-hmm. sit my ass down and take a breather because right now I'm like high voltage and I'm about to fucking electrocute people. Um Yeah. But it's true, right? Yeah. It's, it's such Mike's so yeah. fitting. Mike, by the way, uh yeah, Cynthia and I, same sorority, my name. <laughs> They named me Relampago, which is lightning. 
and yeah. it totally makes sense why. Of course, absolutely. But um, at first, I thought, what a what a terrible name. I know it's very very fitting. <sighs> yeah, very fitting. But this is what it is. And uh, again, it's it's just when we are aware. Let's go back to that. When we are aware that we're hurt, we're being hurtful, or even mm-hmm. when we're being irresponsible with our energy, it's like we are able to manage it more properly or do the thing that we need to do because. If I know that sugar is going to hurt you, I'm not going to give it to you. So mm-hmm. you're my diabetic grandma. I'm not going to give you sugar because I know it's going to spike your insulin levels. I'm not going to do that to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how happy it makes you. I know it's hurting you. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where people don't understand. It's like if you are aware of something, don't fucking do it. <laughs> there's like a there's like a level of responsibility almost that yes. you feel. Like if they want to do it, great, but I can't, I can't do it. It's kind of like with my brother when he was living with me too. Um, he, he smoked cigarettes um, and he, at the time he had lost his driver's license or his ID or whatever. He didn't have a form to, to show his ID. So he'd ask me and I did it like two times. But after the second time I had this heightened sense of awareness of what I was really doing and at that point I was really honest with him and I said bro like feel free to smoke all you want but I can't be the one to buy them for you anymore like can you figure out something out and he he understood he totally get it because he knows me and he knows that I'm in integrity with with who I am and he get he understands energy yes and so he's like if she's aware of something I'm gonna respect that I'm gonna keep doing it because I haven't learned my lesson yet. <laughs> right, and that and that's that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah, exactly. And we're okay with that, but it's just it's that heightened responsibility yeah. that if I know that this is I'm gonna hurt you, I'm not gonna do right. this to you. Exactly. If I know that it's gonna hurt me, I'm not gonna do it to myself. So there's even that awareness and responsibility with yourself. Mm-hmm. And if I'm open to receiving in that moment, this feedback and support, I know it's good for me. Mm-hmm. This is helping me. So. Yeah, as long as it's not enabling me to be, you know, I don't know, just a, a horrible person that's not, you know, taking accountability for their life. I, I don't know why I wouldn't, like, I'm opening up now because a closed hand can't receive anything. Right. So it's just one of those things. And it's like, if I expect other people to receive from me, mm-hmm. um, it, it goes both ways because we're all mirroring each other. We're all, you know, kind of right. doing this this dance. So like yeah we give we receive and if you're not Mm -hmm. open to it if we don't trust ourselves or intuition then you're not going to be open to it but when we get to that place then it's a beautiful place to be in Mm -hmm. because then it's like okay well and now I know I can help you or not help you I offer I offer the help I feel like there's so much power in giving people choices and asking for consent even and what I'm practicing more recently is like if I'm going to offer a hug even I'm asking for consent Mm-hmm. Because I realize that for kids, they don't have a choice sometimes, and they sh- we should have had a choice. Right. And being in spaces where people don't respect your personal space, and mm-hmm. you don't have this agency where you know you don't feel control over your body or right. you know your space, that's really important. And right. with anything, it's just like if you know better, yes, please do better. But I just wanted to share this story because I think it's powerful in so many ways that a beast thing brought you to this realization because that's how open and aware you are. Mm-hmm. And not everyone is there, but sharing the story can really bring someone to like, yes, if it happened to you, like, let's talk about it. Let's right. share this. Because even within the retreat in that space, all the stories that were shared in that space, it was mm-hmm. sacred. And it's so important to hear someone else's perspective. Right. So again, take the medicine if you if this is going to work for you. But the same medicine doesn't work for everybody. 
And let's just, you know, but be aware of it. Put it out there if you want to. If you're open to receiving it, receive it. Take what resonates, leave the rest, and let's keep moving and, and doing our best, you know, recognizing that at the end of the day, when, again, when we hurt others, we hurt ourselves. Right. And when we're open to receiving, we will get the things that we need. Right. But yeah, that that goes my that goes my uh, entire tangent uh, that I yeah. went on. Yeah, and I and it's a practice, right? Because like I said, it's something that I've been practicing a lot. Um, so when I joined that gratitude container in February, I had to be open at that point too, because um, the the facilitator of the group is the one that you didn't have to gently. It was a choice. It was a choice. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. because there's a discernment between, am I not open to receive because this is legitimately dangerous? Right. Or is it just my trauma? Yes. And, um, and so, yeah, so, so he had reached out and he's like, Hey, have you thought about joining the, the group? Cause you know, he knows he's mm-hmm. like, you, you seem like you're ready for something like that. And for me, like, don't you tell me, don't tell me what, <laughs> don't to, tell do. Me what to do. I know what I need to do. How yeah. dare you? But but again, right? It had me. It required me to step out of my uh, ego and masculine and my masculine energy that was clearly trying to protect me in that in that moment, because I also know that that space required me to be vulnerable and be intimate. And I'm like, yeah, no, no one gets to see that side of sin because right. when sin gets that vulnerable, like. I mean, you're, you're connecting with God at that point. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that to me is really sacred. And so when, when, when I was contemplating that, like, I didn't know, you know, but I, but I prayed and I meditated and it was super easy. God is like, just do it. Just lean into the discomfort. That's all it is. It's just a new space and it's scary, but it's, but you're going to be fine. I promise you, you're not going to die. And I was open to receive. And I did. And it was the best decision of my life. My life has completely transformed since then. And so many other, like, once you open that door, it's like so many other doors open up for us. Yes, the doors are just opening over and over and over again. And it's just, I, it's just this domino effect. It's incredible. I love it. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate all your support and all the feedback we're getting from you. Keep on DMing us. And if there is any topic that you want us to cover or talk about, Please bring it to our attentions. We're open to bringing anything up, really. No topic is off limit. Yep. And is that it? That's it. We're all done. We're all done. Okay, thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.